This is Now We're Here Podcast, episode 30. First, follow me on Instagram, Now We're Here Podcast. Follow, like, comment, share off of that. Also, you can find me on uh, all the platforms that you listen to podcasts. Uh, I'm mostly on Spotify. I know that's what I always push, but also find me on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Google Podcasts while they last. If you're still listening to Google Podcasts, they're not going to be around very much longer. They're doing this whole thing, focusing on video and stuff, switching over to YouTube, pushing that way. So if you just listen to podcasts, don't care about watching because I'm not doing that right now. Uh, go to one of the other things. And also a little bit of house cleaning. So I listen to my episodes. I I do this and then I edit it. So I listen to it that way. And once in a while, I'll miss it once I post it. Uh, there's stuff that I'll miss once I post. So I was listening back on episode 27 and Diana mentioned something about uh, not seeing Fight Club. And I said, oh, no, it's pretty cool. John Cusack's in it. I didn't stop myself there. She didn't know. I didn't just wasn't thinking about it. Later in editing, I'm like, doesn't sound right. I'm not going to fact check myself, whatever. And then the other day when it was published, it was already out for, what, two weeks or so. And I listened to it. I'm like, that sounds really stupid. So I looked it up. Oh, dude, it's not John Cusack. It's Edward Norton. Two different people. I can't tell you who's been in what, but two different people. If you spotted that or if you spot any of these things, want to fact check me. If I don't put it in the also notes on the on the show notes, then... By all means, let me know. Hey, Eric, you fucked up. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. It's me. If you know me, it's going to happen more than once. So today I'm going to talk about Oceanside. I uh, haven't grown up there a little bit. And then how much love I still have for the, um, for the city. This idea was brought to you, brought to me by Eric Devon Music. He's also the one that does the music before and after. I tagged him in the social media post last time and also in the show notes for this, his Instagram. So check him out, hit him up. Oceanside, I'm going to do a little historical because I can just jump right into what, what I know of it, but I decided to do a little an actual history lesson. So if you like a little history, cool. If not, then just keep listening. So third largest city in San Diego County, right after San Diego and Chula Vista. Uh, up next is Escondido. The last census was about 171,000 people. They originally inhabited by the Luiseno people. In 1769, the Spanish missionaries established Mission San Luis Rey, which is a, a landmark of Oceanside, amongst other things. Uh, the Mexican Secularization, I can't say that word, Act of 1833, and nationalized the missions, and, which happened 12 years after the Mexican won its independence from Spain. In 1833, soldiers took over and then kind of went, I don't know, uphill, downhill from there, however you want to look at it. In the 20th century, it became a beach town. 1940s, Camp Pendleton showed up. 1970s, there was suburban development. And then lots of gentrification since then, at least in the last maybe 15 years or so. Maybe, um, we'll, just, we'll just say last 15 years because there's been a lot of changes. Uh, there's been a handful of notable people who are, who are from there. If you go to Oceanside High School, you'll learn real quick that Junior Seah uh, NFL Hall of Famer, played for the Chargers. He actually went to Oceanside High School, RIP, passed away in 2012. So my relationship with Oceanside is back in the day, back in the 90s, we would go visit out there, me and my brothers and brother and sister and stuff. We would go visit our grandparents. And then uh, at the time, they moved behind the drive-in theater. And I don't think the drive-in theater is there anymore. I think that space is there. I'm not sure what it is because that's in a certain part of Oceanside. I don't normally travel anymore. My brother joined the military, He uh, Marines. He actually got signed to Camp Pendleton. My sister moved out early, I want to say late 98 or early 99. She came out here. 
my grandparents out here were the last ones that were left. So we came out after my freshman, freshman year of high school in Indiana. And then we moved out here starting my sophomore year back in the summer 99. So I was already familiar with cultural, cultural diversity from being in the military family, being around different races, cultures, stuff like that through living on base and just being around that military culture. So went to Oceanside High School, very diverse, a melting pot, lots of cultures, races, um, military, got people from all over the country there. You might be sitting in class with someone who's born and raised right down the street and, next per and the person next to you might be from like New York City or Georgia or something. So really cool, I really appreciated that. A lot of it was a culture shock having done my uh, earlier formative years in Indiana, in the Midwest, which can be, it, it's, it's really different from where I grew up there to where I grew up out here. So we live in the nice area behind the drive-in starting out. My parents divorced, then I moved to Greenbrier, which is, uh, uh, it, it's a cool spot. I mean, it was home for, uh, for, for a bit. I used to walk from there, I think, I'm at, I drove it one a few years ago. I think it was like a mile and a half-ish, two miles to school one way. So I would do that for a bit. Moved over to Hacienda and Vista, Tri-City, and oh, Tri-City, the Oceanside part of Tri-City, the Valley, uh, Deep Valley Backgate area, Oceanside Boulevard, South O. So if anyone is from Oceanside or familiar with North County, San Diego, it, those might be familiar areas to you if you're not familiar with Oceanside then none of those will make sense to you. But a short story is I've grew up in a lot of different parts of Oceanside. Uh, I hung out in a lot of different areas, a lot of areas that might be considered gang areas because of there's active gangs there and stuff. I never seemed to have problems with that. I would go to a friend's house. I would go play ball at the park. I mean, I would see some stuff. I would see some gang stuff. I wasn't involved. No one ever tried to get me into that lifestyle or anything like that. Growing up in Oceanside, you have... Um, and this can go with anyone I know who's grown up there. You see a lot of stuff. You deal with a lot of stuff. If you don't personally deal with personal drama, traumas, and everything, you are one, maybe two degrees away from someone who has experienced some crazy shit. Got my first job out there in Oceanside in high school. And then I eventually moved out. And I actually haven't lived there since I left years ago. But nothing but love. I always try to stay in tune with what's going on, most notably a lot of changes in downtown Oceanside along the pier, along the coast. Back in the day, it was called Hill Street. I wasn't around to call it Hill Street. I know people who still call it that, and that's just South Coast or Coast Highway that runs through Oceanside. When I got there, I think it was changed not too long before, so I call it Coast Highway. And I think a lot of people nowadays still do that. I know some older folks do call it Hill Street still. There was a lot of crime down there, a lot of gang stuff, a lot of prostitution, all that. A lot of that got cleaned up. I mean, it could still exist today. Now you're more likely to run into a bunch of people going to breweries than you are like a gang member or a prostitute. I mean, drugs are always a thing. When I used to live off of Oceanside Boulevard, I would run down to the coast. Um, gosh, what's it called? The Strand, which is a small street that runs along the sand like right on the sand kind of deal. I'd run along there, run on the street above that that goes across um, along the pier, or not along the pier, but perpendicular uh, by the pier and everything. And yeah, I mean, I've had seen a lot of stuff 
with that off-road a lot of stuff while just simply on a walk or a run go down there fourth of july and anyone from the area knows how fourth of july is down there it's crazy packed and it's like one of the few times where you get different cultures and gang mem uh gangs and groups down there just on chill no problems i mean they might look at each other but everyone's there with their family and friends we're not trying to cause problems it's quite a sight to see yeah i mean good times down there but there's 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 still a lot of homeless people down there gangs still exist in oceanside drugs still exist there all these things they've never really gone away gentrification of downtown area kind of shifted things around and i'm all about getting rid of those kind of things pushing away some of the problems but and i like that i like it when they clean up the buildings clean up the sidewalks throw up nice murals uh, update the area make it look more current rather than run down and you know busted and everything but the one thing i don't like about all the changes is that it kind of takes away the some it gets to a point where you're actually changing the culture of the town or city to something that's more like cookie cutter i i don't know how to explain it from what i heard uh talking to some people is that oceanside's kind of changing to like the new huntington beach which takes away the identity of oceanside so gentrification as good as it can be in the intention of it to me it gets to a point where it's like okay where do we draw the line here because now it just seems like we're just simply making money i i mean obviously business is a business large corporations they're only in it for the money they can give a shit less about the community with that there's hotels on top of hotels on top of hotels and condos and everything now what used to be a nice view was cruising down mission to the pier is now just littered with um, remodeled and everything i mean you got to pay for the remodel so they're going to jack up the prices i don't think there's any programs to help the small businesses um, who are who have been there for 5 10 15 20 30 plus years to help support them with the new higher costs and that's i mean on one hand you can say that's the price you pay for having this thing on the other hand it's like at what point do we say okay we need to preserve some of these small businesses instead of saying okay cool um cool uh, franchise coming in this cool little corporation coming in and we're just gonna fill it up with all that stuff there's no home i don't know not a home identity but it's losing the identity that a lot of people used to proudly say call it home i mean by all means i and a, and a lot of people i know and friends still call oceanside home because it is yeah i don't know i mean my friend wanted me to talk a little bit about it and then got a little history of the town of the city which i never really knew yeah just a little bit about me growing up and kind of my thoughts on the gentrification and stuff uh someone who really posts about this and i'll tag them in this and i, I don't know if there's anything for future collaboration or anything but i've actually it, his, he's on instagram as eating oceanside i can't think of his name off the top of my head that's going to bother me i'll have to post it later in the show notes but i actually ran into him at one of the coffee shops which he recommended to me like a year or two ago to go check out when i asked him on instagram like hey what new shops are down there it's been a while since i've been there of understanding of what the city's going through he's on top of like the new the upcoming developments and proposals and stuff like that like the pier oh someone told me that they're taking down the pier they're not taking down the pier they're updating something at the at the oceanside pier so it's the longest wood pier i think on the west coast or at least in California, it has some sort of first record that's pretty cool. 
Scripps Peer is nothing. It's you can't go on Scripps Peer. OB Peer is definitely covered in homeless people, and it's always getting closed down for this or that. And the IB Peer, I mean, that's really far. Not a lot of honestly, a lot of people want to go down there. I don't know. Uh, Oceanside Pier has these, as you approach it, as if you're going to walk straight onto it, has these two different entrances, kind of notable from the left and the right side. It kind of looks like a fork almost if you look at it from above. It also has another entrance on the bottom half, a large ramp that goes up. So those two, I guess, forks that come out, I guess those are going to be renovated over the next however many years. And they're going to try to, they're, they're currently white, and I think they're going to try to make it something of how the original was back in like the 30s or something before they painted it years later. Something like that. Someone told me, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're taking the pier down. They're not taking the pier down, people. Come on. There's been a lot of development. They have, like, a really cool, not a skate, a soccer park, which I think I posted on one of my other posts about Oceanside. I don't know if that was on this one or my personal Instagram. There's a lot of development through Oceanside Boulevard that I think is for the good. I mean, obviously, prefer small local small businesses getting these spots, but some of the businesses that are there are not that bad. They're cool. I haven't actually been by the back gate in a really long time, so I'm not sure what's back there anymore. There, there used to be a Kmart that I used to go in there all the time and go to. They had a Little Caesars in there, a Little Caesars in the Kmart. I would go there, get a little, before the whole $5 pizza thing, that's, that's how I'm going to age myself in this. Before the $5 pepperoni or $5 cheese, whatever it is, go in there, get a pizza or two, get some crazy bread. Uh, what well, used to be down there? Nickelodeon Theater, which became Cinema Star, I think. And I'm not sure what it is now, if it's still there. I know that Kmart's not there anymore. Um, man, this would be nicer to reminisce with someone else who knows Oceanside, or with anyone else. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to get a guest, either Diana or someone else, not on the, maybe the next one, or for sure the one after, uh, episode after that. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's been cool uh, spot to rep Oceanside has been Mad Strange Clothing. They're over off of Mission across from the high school, Oceanside High School. There's two main high schools, Oceanside, El Camino, Rivals and Sports and all that stuff. Uh, I went to Oceanside, OHS Pirates. Um, they have the shop across the street, which came up a few years ago, called Mad Strange. They're also a record label that supports Desi Hollow, and I'm not sure who else. Uh, that's really cool. It's really cool to see people from Oceanside come up and do other stuff. Actually. They have or had an, a podcast, uh, Mad Strange did, that was really cool because they talked to all these different artists, not only Desi, but other people. There was one dude, artist from Oceanside that is doing huge things, I guess, in like New York and L.A. Don't remember the name. Uh, I'll try to add that later in the, in the show notes. I'm, I feel like I'm really ranting more normal on this, just trying to think of other things. I cleared my notes a long time ago, but if you're in the area... And, you, you know, if you're if you're from the area, go hit up Oceanside, go support them as you would any other area. We do have a, we have the beach. We have a lot of I'm trying to think about it stuff inland. I just haven't been inland in a while. I'm not sure what to shout out in there. But of course, everyone wants to, wants to go to the beach. Everyone wants to see the pier and the harbor and everything. If you're not from Oceanside and you are, are just visiting, simply visiting the area, it's not a bad, I'm not going to say if you leave the tourist area, you're going to get hurt. It's not like that. That's the, you know, the best area to be at. There's a lot of breweries down there, a lot of new restaurants, coffee shops and stuff. That Those are more places where you'd want to be anyway. Man, I just kind of turned it into a, a historical area to a 
grown area to a bad area to a grown area again, back to a bad area. It's not a bad area. Actually, when my wife and I got married, we're talking about where to move. And she was saying, oh, I, I was saying, let's move to Oceanside or move around there. And she's like, no, every time I turn on the news, there's something wrong there. Someone's dying. Someone's getting shot. I'm like, no, that is not true. I pulled up my phone. Yeah, there was a murder like the day or two before. But I mean, that sucks. Any lost life is, is terrible. It really sucks. I'm like, well, that's that's Oceanside. I don't know what to say. But yeah. So if you have any ideas for the next episode or next couple episodes, anything at all, if I fucked up on this one, just like I did episode 27 with the Fight Club, just let me know. Please send me a message on Instagram. Now we're here podcast. Follow, like, comment, share on there. Find and follow and listen to me on the other platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Google Podcasts before they go away. But if you're doing Google Podcasts, just go to somewhere else while you can. All right. Thanks. Bye.